Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. Imagine making a difference. No, imagine being the difference. The difference between I can't and I can or I won't and I will. The reason someone chooses to wake up and strive for greatness. In life, it can feel like everything is working against you. Let's defy all odds and break generational curses. This is Overstepping Poverty with Daquan and Zacchaeus. Welcome to Overstepping Poverty, the podcast where we give you the tips, tricks, and hacks on how you can overstep poverty. This is your host, Zacchaeus Shaw, joined with my co-host here, Daquan Brooks. How are we doing today, Daquan? I am doing fantastic. I'm a little bit under the weather, but there's some things that need to be said. There's some things that our viewers have been waiting to hear, and we're here to really speak those words to them. Absolutely, yeah, man. The topic for today, we're really excited to talk to you guys about it. It's the power of the tongue. For those that aren't familiar with it, it's it's a concept that your words hold a crazy amount of power into what your life looks like on a day-to-day basis. And we're excited to dive into that for you guys and really share our perspective on it and some of the things that we've learned through our research on the power of the tongue and how we use the things that we've learned in our day-to-day life right now to try to take those steps to continue to grow. One thing that I feel like a lot of people don't understand is how much their words really resonate with not only themselves, but also resonate with the people that are around them. So the more that you sit and you have that negative self-talk, the more that you'll actually follow that. The more you say you're not going to be able to do anything or you're not going to be able to complete something, well, Surprise, you're not going to be able to do that and you're not going to be able to complete it. That's so true. Our words hold so much power because there's so much energy behind it. When you're around somebody that's negative and they are always speaking negatively, it's easy to tell that your mood is, is and your energy is low. Right. That's based off the power of somebody's mood and their words that they're saying. On the flip side of that, you can look at people like, He screams it, but DJ Khaled is a great example. He is always speaking positive shit into his life. He is. And I guess from the outside looking in, because we don't really know what his life is like, right? But at least what he portrays to the public is that he's blessed. Everything, God is in his corner to bring him positive things in his life. Right, right. You know what I mean? And. Another concept of that is even religion. There's through prayer. Prayer is so powerful. And for those people that know me, they know that I'm not the most religious person that there is. I'm more spiritual than I'm religious. But I feel like a lot of that ties in together. And at the end of the day, your morning prayers, your daily affirmations, those are things that are contributing to a positive mindset and growth in your life. Yeah. And you know, in this podcast, we talk about overstepping poverty. Imagine someone trying to get out of poverty, but the only thing that they keep telling themselves is they're going to fail at whatever they're going to do. 
that they have no confidence that the next step that they're going to take forward, that they aren't going to be able to continue to take those steps and really succeed in whatever they're doing. When we're here and we're preaching about overstepping poverty, it's because at one point in our lives, we were down, but we had positive self-talk and we kept looking for a brighter future. There were times where we didn't have anything at all. And we kept imagining and kept telling ourselves that at some day in our life, we're going to have it all. A lot of times people say, hey, well, why don't you look back at a time where you had nothing and look at yourself today. And when you're about to quit, just think you are where you're at today. Because at some point in time when back then, you wanted to be where you're at today. No one takes the time to really consider all the hard work and all the troubles and all the sacrifices that they put into themselves to get to where they're at today, that they just end up giving up. And that's not a successful mindset. That's not how you're going to get out of any position or any place that you're at. That's not how you're going to be able to build yourself. It's not going to be how you're going to be able to build not only yourself, but with others as well. And that's an issue. And so the people who have that negative self-talk and they don't know how to really be optimistic or be able to really see a brighter future, you're always going to be stuck at where you're at and you're never going to be able to really succeed in anything that you're doing. Right. One thing I know is, is that LeBron James or Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant, when they went onto the court, they never really had worries. They didn't think that they were not going to be successful at that game. What they did know is they were going to give everything they had and leave it on the court. They're going to make sure that whatever they can, they can do, they're going to give that all and succeed with their teammates. And at any shot that they took, they believed that it was gonna it was gonna be made. Absolutely. And that's the same mindset that we all have to have. I think that is really the power of belief. Yeah. How belief really can shape our reality. Things that you're thinking. I mentioned it on the last podcast that we have a crazy amount of thoughts. I think it's like sixty to eighty thousand thoughts a day. And most of them being negative. And with the power of belief and Working on your negative talk instead of saying, man, I suck or, oh, that was stupid of me or those types of things. When you start becoming aware of those and you start switching those words out with, oh, next time I could do better. Or when you fail, instead of beating yourself up, if you know that you gave it your all, like sincerely gave it your all, then you can walk away with that with a sense of pride instead of beating yourself up and understand that you're not where you want to be. You're not a finished product yet, but that in itself of having a positive mindset coming out of trials and tribulations or a loss or stuff like that is going to help you grow so much more because you're using those losses as stepping stones to become successful and to become better at the things that you're doing. So I think the power of belief and the power of your tongue, everything in your head, everything that goes on in your head and your brain and your mouth, it just carries so much power, not only to you, but the people that you surround yourself with. You can feel that energy with people, just how they carry themselves. And a lot of it is coming from what they say and how they make people feel. Right, right. So I kind of want to connect this to, I mean, us as individuals. Before we went out and we decided to get on a podcast and really tell our story, we sat together, you know, over a cup of coffee and we discussed what is our next step? 
where we can give back to the world, give back to society. And we decided let's make a podcast. And when we decided to make a podcast, we spoke that out into the world. We told ourselves that in anything that we're going to do, we're going to be good at it. Now, I'm hoping that this podcast is good. Normally, our followers are going to be the ones to really tell us that. And we've been having a lot of positive feedback. But back to that, when we decided to move forward with the podcast, we told ourselves, well, let's do this. Let's get this section done in one month. Let's get this section done the next month. And let's be able to put this out there. Come up with a plan and do some goal setting. Exactly. And without us actually speaking those words out loud to each other, and being very positive about it and having that mentality, I mean, we wouldn't be where we're at right now with this podcast. I mean, we're in episode four, is it, already? Yeah, yeah. And we've been working on this for two months, and we've continued to jump a lot of hurdles to get to where we're at. And that's all because of the power of the tongue. Yeah. It really is. It started with intention, coming together and talking about things that we wanted to do to grow. We talked about it for sure, and we, we started to plan it out. But at the same time, you got to follow up those intentions in the word with action. When you have tying this back into your inner circle, the people you keep around you, when you're telling people the goals that you want to do, they're taking that as your word. Like, these are the things you want to do. And when that matches up with them and they're wanting to do the same thing, they're going to make sure that you're holding yourself accountable. You're speaking it, then you're going to live it. And I think that with this entire podcast, that is the whole point of it. The power of our words, right? We feel that the perspective that we can bring to a lot of people is one that can help them grow. Not that we're better than anybody and not that we've been through every situation, but we've been through a lot of stuff and we've been through a lot of experiences to understand maybe somebody else's story as well and how some decisions that they made have led them down the wrong path, learning from others' mistakes and being able to pass that on to our youth and to our friends and to our family and everybody else out there in the world that needs the message that you got to start loving you so you can start being positive to yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the first step for a lot of people is starting to love themselves so that they can start being positive. Once they start being positive they'll notice that things in their lives are starting to change. You're not waking up in a sour mood all the time. You're waking up more motivated. Things, you know, you're getting things done. You're excited. Stuff like that. Right. And just with words, I want to discuss how valuable words are and how much they mean to us. One thing that I've learned is people never actually will remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Right. And obviously... I mean, words are a big part of that, whether you say it or anything like that. uh, Eventually, when someone hears you say whatever you're saying, it's going to make them really have a feeling towards you. Right. And just how important the words that we say and the words that we're telling ourselves, how important those need to be positive words, because eventually those words are going to hold you down. If it's holding you down, then that means it's going to hold someone else down. And as society, we're, we're here to really help each other out. And as, as a world, we've been kind of bad at that. There's so many people right now that would rather see someone fail than see someone succeed. You can see it all over social media. 
like if someone does something that they don't like or anything like that, or that they don't agree with, or they don't have the same agenda that they have, they're instantly bashing them, you know, just using negative words towards them. And that's not what we're about. Everyone to know that if you want to be a part of something better, of something bigger, if you're not being encouraging and you're not picking someone else up and, you know, continuously picking yourself up, what are you here for? Right. <laughs> what are you doing? I agree. I think kind of branching off from what you said, words are so powerful. It's not even just what you say. It's how you say them. In sales, for instance, you know, you in finance with cars, me in mortgage, there can be a negative connotation for a car salesman, right? Right. There can be a negative connotation for a life insurance agent. There can be a negative connotation for any types of sales, right? But the truth of the matter is sales is so important because people need those things. Right. Right. But at the same time, those people get a bad rap based off of how they've made people feel based off how they've communicated with people. For me, I find a lot of success because I'm not a pushy salesman. I know how to communicate with people in a way that makes them feel comfortable, that makes them feel like they can trust me, that makes them feel like I will have their best interest. And that's all through not only the things I say, but also through my body language, how I carry myself, how, how I greet people. And I've been in positions where I am trying to be sold and it makes me super uncomfortable, but I've been in the same situation with somebody that's not really trying to sell me something and I'm want to buy it. You don't need to sell me right. a lot of times. If I'm at the car dealership, obviously I need a car. And sometimes people don't pick up on the things that they're saying, which can lead people away. So it's important to understand that not only do your words hold power at that point, you can actually make a career out of it too. In my opinion, the best salesman is someone who's just trying to really build a relationship. Right. If you don't know how to build a relationship with someone, that really means that your only intentions of this interaction is to get something out of it. And the way that a good sale works is that you you both receive something equally. Yeah, you know, for sure. Um, An equal give and take. Exactly, exactly. And, and it really comes down to a relationship. If you can't build a relationship with someone, one, I don't want to speak with you. Right. I don't want to buy anything from you. I've seen that with plenty of salesmen around where they forget that we're humans first. They don't understand that every every interaction does not have to have a dollar sign behind it. And that's how you really become successful is when when you really forget. There's time. So this just just drew me back yeah, into me when story, I, was, I was in sales there. There's been plenty of times where my customers would be like, wait a sec. So you can ask me to buy this vehicle. And in my head, I'm I, you know, in my head, I'm like. I don't need to ask you to buy this vehicle at the, at the end of this, at the end of our conversation, if you haven't bought the vehicle, that means you haven't bought me. If you haven't bought into me, that means that I didn't do my job. The vehicle, I mean, you spent 16 hours on the internet researching this vehicle. You knew you wanted this vehicle when you came here, you came here and you pretty much can tell me all about this vehicle. I'm not here to tell you about this vehicle. What I'm here is to navigate the process of you being able to purchase the vehicle because we own it. The way that I do that is, is 
I mean, really, I'm asking you questions, you're answering questions, you're asking me questions, and I'm answering those questions. But at the end of the day, we're building a relationship. And once that relationship is built, it's not about me asking you to buy the vehicle. It's going to be you asking me if you can buy the vehicle. And that's how it should work. At the end of the day, everyone, if you're looking to purchase something, we have the internet. Ding, the internet. The nice thing that you can go in and you can type whatever you want and it'll give you a description and answers of everything that you're looking for. Well, guess what? If someone, well, I'm going to use vehicles for, again. If someone wants a vehicle, they can go in and type in, I would like to purchase a 2019 Toyota Camry. Where can I buy one? And hundreds of dealerships are going to are gonna come up. You're going to go ahead and decide which one that you want. You're going to look at it. You're going to probably look at the reviews. You're going to start reading over the vehicle. You're going to decide right then if that's in your price range. And then what's going to happen is, is you're going to come down to the, to the dealership and you're going to meet someone. You're either going to meet someone that's bought into a relationship and building with you, or you're going to meet someone who does not care about you and is just going to try and sell you a vehicle. Yeah, and it's very and easy to sell. It is. And if you're not the first one, then you're not making a sale. Right. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the the phrase, the gift of gab? I haven't. What is that? The gift of gab, I'll just read the definition here because I got it pulled up. It refers to the ability to talk fluently and persuasively. It means to have the ability to communicate effectively and engage others through conversation, storytelling, and other forms of verbal expression. This term is often used to describe someone who is charismatic, confident, and able to articulate their ideas in an engaging manner. The gift of gab is considered a valuable asset in many situations, such as speaking, sales, politics, and more. When you are on TikTok or you're on Reels and you're following people and you're listening to what they're saying, it's the way that they're saying things. It's the words that they're saying that are drawing you into them. When people are looking to overstep poverty, I think it's important to understand that no matter your resources, no matter where you come from, we all have the ability to communicate. And that doesn't mean that we all know how to communicate, but if you have the ability to talk, especially if you're coming from a place where you've, known people that are running businesses within the community that might not be legal. You know, oftentimes that's looked at as bad and it can be, but you're getting a first hand look at somebody that is being successful. And a lot of people that come from that background that might be in getting into different troubles, a lot of them go through so much stuff and they're able to communicate because they've been in so many different situations that when they get older, they kill it at sales. I mean, you can look at, again, Grant Cardone, for instance, somebody who didn't have an easy upbringing, didn't have the life that most people feel like they should have in order for them to be successful. And he was able to go from somebody that was a drug addict that was down really bad on drugs to using his words and his voice to become a billionaire. It wasn't over 40, 50 years. He did it in a relatively quick time period. And that wasn't long after he was just getting clean from drugs. I think it just gives people hope that through their voice, they can make a huge impact on people. The power of your tongue, 
the words you're saying really makes a difference in people's lives. It makes a difference in your life. It's just important to be conscious of that. What I'd like to do is actually read a a Bible verse. And I have a question that actually is tied into it. The Bible verse, it is Proverbs 18.21. And it reads, the tongue has the power of life and death. And those who love it will eat its fruit. What I want to know is what exactly does that mean to you? What kind of message do you receive when I read that? I think of seeds. I think of thoughts as and words as seeds that you plant, kind of like a farmer planted seeds. The words that you say repeatedly over a long period of time are nurturing those seeds, right? You can't just plant a seed, water it once, and expect it to be a, a good crop, right? Right. So with this verse and the whole concept of the power of the tongue, it's the continuous nurturing of yourself and the words that you're saying, because over time you're going to change your words so much that nothing negative is really going to come out of your mouth. We're creatures of habit and this can speak both positively and negatively though, where it says those who love it will eat its fruit. Well, what about those that don't love it? Mm -hmm. They ain't going to eat. Right. And we trying to eat like, Steak and lobster. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) They're going to starve, that's for sure. Exactly. So, yeah, the choice is ours. We have to be mindful of the impact that our words have on those around us and ourselves. And I think that this is going to be a good podcast for people to come back to when they are in a rut and they are feeling like they need to maybe make it a little adjustment to kind of get out of that rut. And it just starts with themselves, talking to themselves positively. Because I know it's easy to fall into a rut where you're like, Oh man, I'm the worst. Yep. And that, like when you start saying things over and over, you're making them into reality. That's the type of power. And we said that we were going to stop, but I actually just thought of something when it comes to the power of the tongue that I just wanted to talk about really quick. And it goes into a story about a gentleman that was sick. They were telling him that he was not going to live for a long time. He was terminally ill and the odds of him making it just were not were not good. And he was able to process that and decide that, no, like, I'm actually good. And mm-hmm. it sounds crazy, but you guys can look it up uh, where people speak life into existence. Right. You know, use literally their energy, their power that they have to not conform. There's pl- how many times do we hear where a doctor says, Oh, he's not living three months. And, they and then they decide, no, like I'm good. We're living. Right. And they're like, I don't know how it happened. Right. That shouldn't have happened. Why? It, especially in those settings. Cause they're practicing. Doctors are practicing. That is completely true. So this is the part of the episode where we want to give you guys a few tips, tricks, or hacks to take away and think about as we plan on re- releasing our next episode. So the first one that I wanted to just highlight here is positive self-talk. It's an important tool for people looking to overcome poverty by speaking positively about your own abilities and your own strengths that can build your confidence, that builds your resilience. And those are critical traits to success. So uh, what's our next one, Daquan? Next is going to be mindset shift. 
So what that just means is by speaking positively about your abilities, resources, opportunities, individuals can really shift their mindset from scarcity and limitation to one of abundance and possibility. The next one is network building. Surprise, surprise. The power of the tongue can be used to build relationships like we were talking about earlier by speaking positively about others and and forming those relationships. You can really expand your resources. It's again, like you said, it's not always what you say. It's how you say it. But ultimately, it's how you make people feel. You hit the nail on the head when you said that people won't remember what you say. Right. It's going to be how, how you made them feel. And they may remember that for the rest of their lives. And encouragement. Speaking words of encouragement to others can really help them build their confidence as well as motivate them to take action towards their goals. And it's also going to help you because the more people that you have surrounded by you that feel encouraged, they're going to try and encourage you whenever you're down or whenever you have self beliefs that are negative. So, and you need people around you and it it goes back to your inner circle that we discussed. Uh, You need those people that can pick you up when you feel down, just like you're picking them up when they feel down. Absolutely. And I wanted to end it with um, a hack as well. And a hack that I've used through uh, learning and sales and whatnot is reach out to people that you're not always so fond of. Send them a message. Message them in the morning. Hey, have a good day. I was thinking about you randomly. You'd be surprised what kind of effect that can have on people. Because how often are people really reaching out to them and saying, hey, have a good day? Not very often. Not very often. I I, I try to do that pretty often. And you'd be surprised how many people just say, hey, man, you're a good friend. And all I'm saying is, hey, have a good day, man. It's crazy. But that's a hack to building relationships with people is just just being intentional. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you to our viewers and listeners so much for taking another time and moment out of your day to really listen to our podcast. Again, the power of the tongue is the house that you build as well as the house that you live in. So speak those positive words, be encouraging, and really continue to grow to overstep poverty. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Overstepping Poverty. We hope you found this week's discussion informative and thought-provoking. We know that tackling poverty is a complex issue, but by working together and understanding the root causes, we can make progress towards creating a more equitable society. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and family, and don't forget to subscribe to our show. Until next time, let's take the next steps in Overstepping Poverty.